Welcome everybody, Shir number 91. Okay, getting back to our Hilchas Baruchas, the, continu- the Kitzer continues weiter in um, uh, Hilchas Baruchas Simen Nun, we're middle of Sif Hey, He says like this, that if one interrupted by speaking, Tzaka one interrupted, um, they, they spoke out between the bracha and the eating. They made the bracha, and then they said something. So it's like this, if it was um, they spoke out about something that's totally unrelated to the food that they're eating, then then they have to make another bracha. And Itaka brings on the bottom from the Mishaburah even one word, even one word. So again, if they spoke out, if one interrupted by speaking between, uh, reciting between saying the bracha and the eating, and it, as long as it's not, uh, it's not about something re- related to the food, even one word he brings down on from the Mishaburah, one has to make again another bracha. Now, he also brings down on the bottom that one should be careful, one should not interrupt, even, in other words, when they make the bracha, before they take the first bite, one should not interrupt even to respond amen, even to say amen to another bracha, or to respond to Kaddish, Kedusha, Baruch, or something along those lines, one should be careful not to respond. Once they make a bracha, they have to eat, they have to take at least the first bite and swallow. Says the, says the kids further, however, if one only paused in silence, in other words, we said, we said that somebody makes a shahakal, somebody makes a bracha, they have to take a bite out of the food right away, between uh, as much time as it takes to say shalom aleichem, rabbi, between one and two seconds. But let's say they didn't, they took four seconds, they they took the five seconds, or whatever the case is, they did not talk out, no, but they they were just quiet. So uh, says the kids further, if they pause in silence, then one would not have to repeat the bracha again. Okay, so now he brings that on the bottom again, although one may not pause after reciting a bracha, one could not, you know, take a break, as they say, before one takes a bite between the bracha and the now we're talking about, of course, the silent. We're talking about silence. There's no once a word was spoken, then and it's not in conjunction with the bracha. That's already a problem, and one does have to make another bracha. But again, as long as it's regular silence, although one may not pause after reciting the bracha, you have to eat within the amount of time, one to two seconds, like we said. Shalom aleichem, Rebbe. It's on. Um, if the person does, if Itaka does, regardless of the length of pause, he need not recite the bracha again, as long as he did not divert his attention from the bracha. In other words, a person. May for example, on a piece of chicken, and for whatever reason, they pause a second, they, they turn their head, they look, but but they still had their mind, they, they have a mind to, to eat it another two seconds, they're eating it, they're putting it in their mouth, then it will be fine. But if they started, if they turned their head and they got lost in something else, even though they didn't talk out, they start looking at something, they totally forgot that, that they made a bracha bechlal, or that the thing is in front of them, then, then that's a different story. But we're talking about still that, again, that the person did not divert his attention from the the bracha. They they're about to do it just for whatever they were they were paused for a second or two longer or three or so longer than they should be. Um, but they're mamish to have a mind to eat it and they're about to take the bite. So then they and and they did not talk out. Then they would not have to make another bracha. 
Now says the says the kids further that ushesia shehu l'tzarich achila any pause that is for the purpose of that which he is eating. If the person person is eating and he has to pause for whatever reason. Uh, he needs to, just to get a fork to stick it in. Let's say, I'm just, just giving an example. He's pausing for a second. This is not considered an interruption at all. So so again, any pause that is for the purpose of that which he is eating. In other words, I made the brach on the chicken, then I realized I, I got to take it with my hands. I got to go to the other side of the table for a second to grab my fork. So then that is not considered is not considered an interruption. That's an important thing to keep in mind, that a pause that <clears throat> for the purpose of that which the person's eating. It's as long as that pause has to do with that which the person's eating. He says further, and therefore, pre if one wishes to eat a large fruit, and the person wants to cut pieces from it, shalem, he should recite the bracha while the fruit is whole, um, because it's taka mitzvah to make a bracha on a full fruit. And then and now the fact that a person goes and cuts the fruit, they have the knife, they make the bracha, and it takes an extra two seconds to cut off the piece uh, because they wanted to make a bracha on a full fruit. So he says, And the pause after the blessing, after the bracha, while the person cuts the fruit, is not considered an interruption. So that's an important point to keep in mind. Okay, we're going to stop over here. We'll go further in this subject. Next time. Thank you for listening. Aslach and bracha, cult of...